Welcome to the Film Comment Podcast. I'm Devika Girish, the co-deputy editor of Film Comment, and I'm calling in straight from the cross-set. This year's Cannes Film Festival has almost wound down. Tomorrow is the festival's final day. But this last stretch has proved especially rich with standouts. One of these late-stage highlights is Albert Serra's latest feature, Pacifiction. An epic yet elliptical political thriller, the film follows a high commissioner in French Polynesia in Tahiti, played by Benoit Magimel, as he snakes his way through a dense, sensorially overwhelming landscape, schmoozing with locals, activists and other politicians, never quite revealing his true colours. After the film's celebrated premiere at Cannes yesterday, Dennis Lim, the artistic director of the New York Film Festival, sat down with Sarah for a special film comment interview. We hope you enjoy the conversation and make sure to go on to filmcomment.com and check out the rest of our Cannes coverage, including podcasts, interviews, and dispatches. I'm Dennis Lim, uh, and I'm guest hosting uh, this portion of the Cannes Film Comment podcast. And I have a special guest with us today, the director, Albert Serra, uh, whose film Pacifiction has just premiered in the official competition, not even I think the ovation ended maybe not even one hour ago. So this is your first interview. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, yeah maybe one hour ago. <laughs> it's uh, a pleasure to do it with you. So I really appreciate because you show my films in the New York Film Festival. Uh, you know, and, uh, I Abs- don't know. I have been uh, always very, very happy. Absolutely, with you. it's great. It's great. Um, you know, you obviously are a regular at Lincoln Center and the festival. And uh, for me, this film, as somebody who has who knows all of your work. Uh, you know, strikes me as both a, in some ways, a departure, but in some ways also a a, a continuation or, or deepening of certain themes and ideas. So I'm wondering for you, how close did this feel to your other work? In some ways, it looks looks and feels very different, but then there's also a lot of similarities. It's exactly what you described for me when I was editing the film, because you know that. I hear I use some techniques, some strategies that I use for some very small films that were shown in the contemporary world and some other things that I did with Liberté and some other films. And somehow it's a continuation of all my knowledge, we could put it this way. But at the same time, I am, as I try to make a lot of, uh, you know, try to put a lot of pressure on myself and on the shooting and everything and to find new innocence, then I see there is a path of new, really new things, not only for me, but for images in general and for cinema in general that uh, okay there, is, there, is other, there are a lot of filmmakers that you know try to open this, this, these things but mm, I don't know for me it's exactly the, 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 the sensation you describe it's, it's, it's coherent ultra coherent and I am very happy you know of, uh, also at the personal level you know I include a lot of factors that work with me and you know there is a common you know iconic little things and I I'm not very, you know, I don't like to pay homage to myself. This is uh, not the, the, the way. But I don't know. There are some things I love. At the same time, I try to challenge myself. And here, really, uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe there is still some faults and some irregularities. And But okay, it's the kind of research I am doing. And uh, But uh, it's quite something. I mean, the idea to avoid all cliches or possible cliches, the idea of creating atmospheres at least in one, two, three, four scenes that are completely unknown. It was already you know, an obsession since, since Liberté and since you know these works I was mentioning about the art world. 
So I don't know. It's uh, it's there on uh, unknown atmospheres. Notably, there is one scene, for example, when there is the, the couple, you know, the machimel and uh, in the in the house during the day, and when you know there is some kind of uh, uh, suggestion of love relation, and you know, but yeah, a so lot is a lot is suggested in the film, yeah, without, uh, without being made, yeah, explicit. because it's I think it's a sense of cinema, you know, if you want to deliver something, okay. You deliver it, but this is like addiction. It's drug addicts, you know. It's, yeah. uh, they have to, you know, they feel something, but then they feel empty. Yeah. So you have to give some space to, you know, already giving some space to that something that will be filled or fulfilled afterwards. So, uh, and this is one of the points of the film. And before I did it, and I was using the Orsham, no, out of frame, you know, a lot. And here it's less, you know, because people said, ah, oh, he's using a lot uh, Orsham in Liberté and, you know, out of frame, uh, feelings and sensations. But here there is almost nothing. But it's all, it's powerful. But there is a lot, but it's in the narrative way, or, you know, but it, uh, I don't know. I am going too concrete, but. You're more, I mean, in some ways, I think you're most narratively driven film, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, because I like it. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I, as I don't have any kind of ideology or any kind of uh, prop, uh, idea of anything, mm -hmm. what I do narratively is to really, really, you know, put observations of human being, you yeah. know, in a very, in a very, it's personal, but at the same time, it's totally, no, no dramatically developed. It's more impressionistic, but at the same time, it becomes very, very concrete. So, yeah. I don't know. It's very uh, strange. So let, maybe for people who are listening, I think many of them will not have seen the film. So maybe just to speak yeah. about a few a few of concrete course. things in the film, can you just maybe talk about the location and what brought you there in the first place? I mean, because shooting in this particular place with all this all the specificities, I think you know, allows you to kind of more than gesture at, but really engage with this post-colonial situation i think there is something like that there but i at the same time i was trying to avoid it yeah so it's inevitable that it's there but if you because when i felt that there was some kind of social you know this is the war social content coming into the images especially in the in the in the edit you know during the shooting i am open to everything and i like cows and i like blah 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 but during the edit i avoid it because it becomes a fixed meaning you know a fixed sense and so then, okay, this, all these subjects are there, probably, and I think that, but they are shown in a more, I don't know, subtle and complex way, probably, because, uh, and it's also about, you know, the idea of uh, who is, you know, who is the responsible of this, or where is the hidden power, or, you know, well, all these questions that we are, uh, no, on the press every day now, you know, especially now, and uh, I don't know, I, um, I like to talk about it, but... You know, I, I am enough modest to, you know, not to, I don't know, to just uh, feel, follow the logic of the images as shoot in extreme chaotic and somehow innocent environment that was the shooting. So then, but then I don't, I mean, I am, how do you say, a killer in the sense that, you know, the images that are better, you know, these the images that the images and the, the atmospheres and the sensations that are the, the best is the ones that I will choose and I will build a film only with it. I don't, you know, this was a, uh, we shared this and I think it was a, was a great conversation with him, Nicholas Winding Refn, you know, that I talked to him once in a dinner and he's playing a little bit that he was obsessed with this idea. Okay, then if you deal with big productions and blah, 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 maybe <laughs> not so easy. But with me, 
it works because he can do whatever he wants. Nobody never told me to touch one single image yeah. of the film. But was there one specific thing that wanted you that made you want to shoot in the Pacific in Polynesia? Ah, I don't know. It's very difficult to answer this question because you know when I go to a place, I start loving and hating. You know, for me, it's mm -hmm. not mm -hmm. only about loving. It's yeah. also with actors. It's also yes. with subjects. Mm -hmm. It's also with the course. It's also so for me. It's also it's always like this, and <laughs> you don't want to shoot something you hate unless you want to make it appear badly in the film. So, right. and this is another feeling I always have, and I try not to not to erase because it gives something that it's part of innocence again, and it's part of a way of working that uh, nobody, almost I would say, or nobody. Maybe this is too much, but very few people can accept this dark part of, uh, you know, of following intuitions uh, regarding images that are, you know, and that they have to be a little bit unknown or original. Yeah. Can you talk about putting um, the cast together? I mean, there's some some familiar faces from your other films, yeah. actors you've worked with. Um, for for years, um, but then there's also you know two interest two other interesting aspects is incorporating known known actors yeah, movie yeah. stars especially I mean in the lead role you have yeah, Benoit yeah. Majumel but then you also have these uh, local actors yes. that you had to find so can you talk about all that putting them all together you know I am I don't put any hierarchy of anybody in life <laughs> also and even less in film because I know that the camera and we discussed this with you I think. Uh, when we talk about we discuss about liberty, but the eye of the camera has no moral point of view either. You know who is more successful, who is more gifted, who is not. You know, it's uh, the camera has some qualities and it shoots. You know, has a lot of precision, a lot of uh, I don't know, a lot of um, in, it's very incisive because it never gets tired. Blah blah blah. It focuses on details and blah blah blah. So uh, I use this, and this is a t uh, this is a lesson for a filmmaker because all your thinking that can be interesting somehow and some intuitions are always good and of course you have to apply them but there is other things and this erase hierarchy erase uh, what uh, and also you know opens uh, the, to innocence and for me what is, I don't know Maximel was very charismatic and very gifted at the level of working with dialogues especially you know so this is a quality that nobody not everybody has no but you see, there is no professional that I'm quite gifted also for that. And I don't know, I like to mix people. I, it's more fun. It's more fun, and if it's more fun, it means that it's more original. Or more original. I mean, it's more unpredictable, the result. Uh, and then maybe it can be also unpredictable, and at the same time, a little bit, you know, visionary, or it can give, but it's the only way I know. I, I think it's very, very, very... And likely that, uh, you know, thinking using a normal script uh, with, uh, you know, actors that know the script and you work with them trying to project your ideas, this will give you something interesting nowadays. Because it's what the TV series do and they do it better and they do it, you know, and they are, you know, they are delivering this in a very, very well done in a very good way. So if you want to deliver something that implies a physical experience or um, even moral experience because you know the film has the film somebody told me this very cynical film but not in a but not in a you know it's very cynical at the same time i don't know what do you want to mean because there is you know there is no no point of view no 
But the film is not cynical. I mean, it's what it's... I don't know. It's a... Well, yeah. If you call that, you don't have any prejudice to, show, to prejudice, uh, prejudice to to say something or to show something or to uh, that you just follow the internal logic of the images that are a result of a ultra chaotic uh, shooting. Then, yeah, it's what I do. But then the result is sophisticated. This is what makes it, uh, you know, strange because it's very, very controlled afterwards. So this idea of you know there being more of a narrative like force or narrative through line in the film like did that change your writing process at all for this do you one? mean excuse me writing like just but just just given the importance of of narrative of of fic i mean fiction is in the title of the film yeah you know uh just just i'm wondering if your writing process was different from a film like Louis XIV or Liberté? No, it was the same. I write the script and I try to do it as good as possible as a literary work. But then I cannot, you know, I cannot uh, uh, guarantee yeah. <laughs> that, that what I wrote is what I will be because the material of making a film, it's, uh, it's, uh, for me the script is zero. So I don't have anything to, to do with it. And uh, then I start with the real material that it, what is, it will be inside, in front of the camera. <laughs> that it's okay, the script can be, but the script, you know, I don't know, it's, uh, it's faster. It's faster and cheaper to do it with the material uh, that you really have. And then if you want to project the script, blah, 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 in front of the camera, it's super expensive, super slow and super boring. You're listening to the Film Comment Podcast. Sign up today for the Film Comment Letter. It's a free weekly digital newsletter featuring original film criticism and writing by Film Comment's editors and brilliant contributors. The letter delivers exclusive features, reviews, interviews, streaming picks, news, and more directly to subscribers' inboxes every Thursday before they're published on filmcomment.com the following Monday. Sign up today at filmcomment.com. I heard you directed Benoît Magimel with a headset, like with yeah. a head. Uh, sorry, with an earpiece. Or? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sometimes. Um, sometimes. Sometimes okay. I gave it to him. I said, and he was when he was comfortable with it, then out. <laughs> and I said, no, no, but I mean, well, now we'll do it differently. And so he said, fuck. And now that I was used to it, and every scene was different. Sometimes I give it to somebody else that he didn't know. Okay. Sometimes I simply prepare the scene, like writing it and obliging him to memorize. So every scene is different. I don't like a stabilized. Uh, methodology, especially with actors, because when they know the setup of a scene, when they know the setup of a psychological setup, moral setup of a, you know of a, of a situation of, of a context, you know, then it starts to become boring and a cliche appears. And so it's better to and it's more playful, really, because you know when you somebody gets used to the to this, what do you say? The, it's like an earpiece. Yeah, so the earpiece. Okay. Yeah, when somebody gets used. And have so, you have you used this method before or? Uh, yes, I did it for the art wall. Okay. I did one a film of 100 hours in Documenta de Castle yep, with yep, it. Yep. So I knew how it works. Okay. And I, I knew somehow the potential of it. And I knew that if with my system, that it's having the earphone, the uh, uh, earphone, like, we can so say, yeah. earpiece. Mm -hmm. uh, then concentration, you know, you, you have to share your energy and your attention. So you're giving him lines or you're giving him direction? Uh, lines. Okay. It's more complex. <laughs> yeah, because direction, yeah. it will be already something with established meanings. Mm -hmm. But lines, without knowing the context, without knowing the context, because this was the key point. Yeah. And, you know, using this, but 
and when one didn't know anything about what was going on she was so extremely gifted of uh, you know following in the first especially the first uh, the first shot the first repetition of every you know scene that what he was hearing for the first time in his life but at the same time reproducing and I can deliver something that is very artificial, even absurd or contradictory, or what I already did with my previous films, but here more and more and more sophisticated because he was very gifted. So then, you know, he listens for the first time something, and but at the same time, it can be something unbelievable, literally unbelievable for him, for the, for the spectator, for everybody. But it works because the way he does it, it works. And maybe a quick word on the uh, the local actors that you found and how they you found because they're 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 quite remarkable in the film. Too. Yeah, it's about casting. You know, this is a point: intuition, casting, and you know they are very you know. Very they're non-professionals. Yes, yes, all non-professional, and some of them they were not even casted. This is another part of my process. Yeah. I mean, there is several people doing the same role. Then I choose the one that they prefer. There is uh, some people that are doing one role and then. You know, I don't not I don't like because I appreciate everybody as as, as, as human beings. And, but then, okay, I don't know. Maybe there is some news, some needs, different needs, and somebody disappears and appears somebody, and you know, 540 hours of rushes. Yeah. So obviously, there is a lot of people that will disappear, or a lot of uh, things that will not. Yeah. And then, okay, I don't know. I work this way, and I think it's it's extremely you know demanding somehow because I don't know just for your <laughs> you know for the people who listens to you but uh, 1280 pages of transcription of dialogues without this we are dead lost because we cannot edit anything you know you don't remember what he said you know two, two minutes ago or five minutes ago you know and so we that's the most paper. that's the most you've ever produced yeah, yeah 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 by far and i don't think anybody else in the world is doing it <laughs> no no really and it's not in itself it's, it, it says nothing if it, the result is good, okay, it's good. But uh, it's, it's like like some kind of craziness or stupidity can be. But well, it's very, uh, I mean, it's time-consuming and it's, uh, well, it's another... I am used to it, but it's true that this time and people is getting tired of, the, of people that, who helps me and myself also. We are getting... Your tired. editors, you mean? Or yeah? Your editors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are tired of it. Because it's too too much time consuming and too much ecologically demanding, and you know, it, you spend eight, nine months of your life, seven days a week, you know, not only doing this. There is no <laughs> private life, no real life, no anything. You know, yeah. well, but it's the process of a writer. So somehow, somehow, I am proud of it. Yeah. You know, because uh, you, you know, you are sacrificing something uh, in a way that only writers can do. And, uh, you know, it's not about being here and making cocktails and, you know, showing the film in Cannes. Uh, so, but okay, then the shooting, the, the shooting, sorry, it's, uh, it's funny always, it's crazy and it's funny and it's playful, but at the same time it's tense because I like tension, but at the same time it's, uh, you know, I don't know, it's a, it's a mix of all very different processes. You shot last summer, right? I, I think... Uh, yeah. I think in I August. Yeah, I think I saw you in Cannes just before you were. About yeah, yeah, to we were shoot. leaving. Yeah, because I was in Cannes, right. so I wanted um, to, to check some films. Uh, to check. This is the war. To, you know, yeah. to check some films to to really see what people was doing because you know that I am an attendant of Cannes yes, you know, every I, yes. year and I like to see what people is going doing and uh, you know I like to be with you know I am really in deep you know involved of how you know cinema is evolving and and 
Wait, I, I do want to ask you Sorry, about that later. Because, but uh, mm. no, but just to, to so tell me about the shoot because this was obviously during uh, you know one wave or other of COVID, right? So there was yeah, yeah, but it's okay. This is like if you like chaos, COVID it's part of chaos, so there is is no big change. Maybe there is money, you know, issues with the insurance and blah blah blah. But yeah. apart from that, for me. You know, uh, nothing. It was almost the opposite. The scene of the wave. It was only possible because it was COVID. So people was there. There was a championship of surfing, mm. and it was cancelled because of COVID. But still, there were some people remaining because they they had to, you know, they had to. Uh, I don't know. They were they already paid the hotel and they were there, right. so they were training or enjoying, you know, this big wave. Yeah, it's yeah. coming from LA, and you know, and it, you know it before ten days in advance. So you know, okay, and they were there. And we simply, you know, uh, I don't know. Yeah, we, we should clarify for people there's this incredible uh, moment in the film where there's like this very dramatic uh, ocean swells. And, yeah. yeah. At the same time, it's very quotidian. No, yeah. the, the, yeah. the guy is there trying to support you know, new surfers or young uh, surfers. I don't know. It's part of the craziness of the film right. or the, are the funny because, you know, here in Cannes, people didn't laugh a lot. But in, I mean, in, uh, I think that there is a funny part, uh, mm-hmm. very, uh, and it's one of the key points I think of the film, uh, modestly, that uh, it's serious, but at the same time it's 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 it's, it's crazy. At the same time it's satirical, sure. but uh, also it's very visionary, and you never know when something starts to get established mm-hmm. in your perception of the film. Then okay, change, and uh, well, until the end, no. So let's talk just briefly about the editing. You said, you know, I, and we did see you before you edited because you came to New York and yes. to deliver the Amos Vogel. Just before, just lecture. before. I know, and then you were, I know you were going back and diving into these uh, I was know, trying hours. to have fun just because <laughs> I knew that I will have to, you know, right. go so, in a very painful So this process. was an unusually grueling edit for you, you said. Yeah. Unusually, Unu- difficult. Unusually, like difficult. Not unusually difficult, but it follows the same uh, scam. Yeah. But here, okay, five hundred forty ru- hours of rushes. It's a little bit, you know. It's it's well. I How long did it take you? Well, we started in uh, fourteen October. Yeah. Yeah, October, and three people, three units, different units in the same place of the, you know, of the of the same building with different units, and we we share everything, and we are there, but. Uh, it's uh, seven days. Seven days. We did one small pause in Christmas. We went home. Seven days. It's very. It was extremely. Everybody was extremely. Uh, but okay. I don't see the way to avoid cliche if it's not analyzing everything and just understanding that what goes, uh, you know, near cliche, put it out, and then you keep only what. So there is no other way of, well, uh, in my system at least, of avoiding cliche. How do you recognize a cliché? Uh, it's a very good question, but you don't, you don't even have to recognize. I mean, this is a little bit based on intuition, and it's a process I do at the beginning of the edit, because I, I watch all the all the rushes of the film, and I write in a, uh, in a cahier notebook uh, that it's, it was this case, 227 pages or something like that, uh, all the things I like. And then it's very fast, and it's very easy. So... If only, you know, the things are, you know, uh, in the film, because if I wrote it at the beginning that I like it, very strange things or very, I don't know, it depends. But if it's not this way, it's quite rare that we go back 
to uh, some decisions, you know, that are not inside my selection at the beginning. So, and, and it's very fast because we need, to, you know, we have to do it very, very fast. And, but I watch everything carefully. In this case, I use, you know, I, because there was three cameras and synchronize the cameras always. And in this case, to go faster, but it's not a good idea, but okay, as I am very, you know, used to my system, I put in the same TV, very huge, big TV, the three cameras, you know, in one TV and watch it. Obviously, when there was something very interesting, I put bigger only one camera and an unreal analyze. But there was the principle that this was possible. I never did it before, but here, 540, and people wanted to have something for Khan. Okay, was, you know, if you don't do it. And I don't think I miss anything, you know, remarkable. But okay, it could be, but I mean. Right. So, okay, um, just a couple more quick questions. Um, the title is, you decided on the title later. In initially, it was called uh, Bora Bora, right? No, I don't know. So, but you know, I started one, one thing in my life. I don't decide titles. I don't decide credits. I don't decide graphic design. So you have anything okay. of what I do. You know, because my ideas are so extravagant, are so crazy, mm -hmm. and so conceptual. And I never found anybody, you know, liking uh, anybody. I mean, on the industry, we can put it on people that has to put these films or these works in contact with real people. So uh, I never found anybody that, you know, match my taste. So once, a long time ago, I decided not to be responsible of anything like this. So don't, don't ask me for this. But do you like it? Passive yes, fiction? yes, I like it. I mean, I think this, it's an interesting play on words and works on many yeah, levels. Yeah, it's a little bit like uh, Leos Carax film or David Leach <laughs> or, you know, like this. Uh, but okay, it's it, it words. I mean, it's what it is. It describes what it is. That it's, uh, you know, fiction in the Pacific. It uh, is a fiction in the Pacific. Uh, but uh, I don't know, a little bit more disturbing. But I think the idea of fiction, obviously, with this this, this emphasis on yes, rumor like and yeah. rumors and projection and speculation is so much a... A part of 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 the meaning of the of the film. I mean, the film was, uh, plays almost like a you know like a like an old school political thriller yeah. in a way. Yes, I I like that it's this way. I mean, uh, and it's one of the. It's also very you know you know my films especially you know this. It looks normal, but it's not. And gradually you know, and maybe it's the key point of the images of nowadays because uh, they apparently we all live inside images. We all live inside communication through images. But uh, you know what is the what are the consequences? Yeah. You know of this and what how these images can really you know go beyond. Yeah. You know, the, the the useful context of you know the vanity context, and then maybe I don't know maybe there is something to say. Uh, whatever. So just last question, as you said earlier, you are somebody who I think we we you know we see every year here whether or not you have a film. And yes. You know you're somebody who checks the state of contemporary cinema. So yes. and you've been here since the beginning. So yeah. you've seen what what's I your love take? it. I like it what's, and I respect it. So what about the films? Uh, well, I saw this time I was unfortunately uh, quite busy and yeah. I had to come back to finish the film yeah. to finish the film and I couldn't attend uh, you know some screenings. So I don't know. There is people I respect, like Christian Munju, that made a good film, and I saw it. And, I, but, and, and there is older filmmakers I also respect, but I couldn't, you know, see all the film just very, very little. And you know, I don't know. It's very, it's very difficult to judge all the people competition films, especially in Cannes. You know, afterwards yeah. you can do it, and it's more objective. And uh, 
but there, okay, you are involved somehow, and then you try to yeah. you try to see the faults of other films, you know, you know, except for the people that are friends and people I respect. Yeah. Case of Christian Munju that I respect yeah. him yeah. very much, and uh, you know that I try to, to catch what he's trying to do and how it is connects with his own previous work. So for me, it's also an exercise as intelligent exercise as a filmmaker to try to discover what is he trying to 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 yeah. to, to, okay. to, to to give us. You know? mm. Um, all right, I know you're having a little celebration with your 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 cast and crew. I'll let you get back to it. Yeah. Uh, congratulations, they deserve Albert. it because they this work is, it very much. Yeah, yeah. Sure. This uh, this film really is, I think, one of the one of the highlights of the yes. festival this year. So thank uh, you very much. I appreciate you. it. I'm you sure. say so because it's uh, you know. <laughs> I'm sure we'll have another opportunity to to, to talk about it. Yes. Uh, thanks, Albert. We'll keep keep our fingers crossed for you this weekend. This is okay. I don't think about it. Okay. Bye. Thank you. The Film Comment Podcast features original music by Greg Einge. Film Comment is a publication of film at Lincoln Center. Since 1962, Film Comment has been the home of independent film journalism, publishing in-depth interviews, critical analysis, and feature coverage of mainstream, arthouse, and avant-garde filmmaking from around the world. Visit us online at filmcomment.com.